I'm Gabby Lamb. And I'm Harper Rose Drummond. And you're listening to Tea Time, where we talk about the nastiest, dirtiest, naughtiest, wildest secrets. Enjoy. We were just saying that we're nervous because yeah. I know we're all Here's like nervous and excited. We, yeah, I'm excited. I feel like know the excited. And we've yeah. known each other for a fucking minute, dude. Ten years or something like that. Wow. Okay, I'm not t- I haven't been doing stand up that long. How long have you been doing it? Seven years. Yeah, seven years is probably right. Then. Okay, so years. close, close yeah, yeah. to a decade. Round it up, dude. Make it more profound and no impactful. No way. I'm not. I'm not fucking good enough yet to say ten years. I still try to push it down and say. Yeah, five, and we five. all missed a couple years because of COVID too. Know, so right? You could right. almost say five years. It's really been three years, dude. It's been like a month. It's been, I've known you for a <laughs> Spiritually, month. Spiritually, it's our first day. <laughs> yeah. So um, y'all have known each other for seven years. We've known each other for like three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love yeah, it. that's a good chunk of time. I guess we should introduce who we're talking yeah, to. Yeah, God, such a fan. <laughs> Even you're the fucking homie, but also such a fan just to watch oh, you become kind. the fucking dude. Yeah, the man of all men. The big man of all men. <laughs> J- J- JT Parr. JT What's up, Parr. guys? Glad to be here. Excited, nervous, ready to do it. Let's go. Ready to fucking you guys do honestly it, should pause the podcast right now and go watch Unstable because JT's in it. Yeah, I'm acting fucking, in something. Yeah, you're dude, fucking killing it. I started it. it the other night to see you guys. Oh, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, hell It was yeah. fun. It was really fun. I think uh, I got a lot better at acting throughout the course of it. Like, I remember after my first take, the director came up to me and he's like, have you done much acting? And I was like, it was his way of being like, dude, you have to do something. And and I've kind of, I think I've figured out acting a little bit more. I still don't think I'm very good at it, but I used to think, because when you go to acting classes, they're like, you need to know your motivation. You need to know your background. It's like, you don't need to know any of that. All you have to do is like say it funny and make it a little yeah. memorable. Just be wacky. And when you're filming, out. yeah, like yeah. When the camera's on because you only say like five words and the other actor's not even there. You're like staring at the camera, pretending they're there. Yeah, like it's not really about emotionally connecting. Just like say something loud and funny and be kind of humiliate yourself, and that'll be good. Where it's crazy it's how much Daniel money. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. same process. It's crazy how much money people spend on acting classes and shit for like. It's a completely different experience when you're actually like on set. Completely different. Class. It's totally, and I, I kind of think the acting in class is like Christy. more real. Yeah, and a little more yeah. therapy. Yeah. yeah, and they're yeah they're making you like confront who you are a little bit more. They're like you're afraid to go here, and you're like I am afraid. <laughs> yeah, and then the yeah, acting you're doing just, a scene about it. like lollipops. They're like okay, okay, now. Speaking of lollipops, did your dad do something to you when you were a kid? And you're like, oh, well, I guess we're going to get into it. I guess we're there. Yeah. They made my friend Andrew, my, my, my friend Andrew, really handsome guy, was always like a man about town with women. And then he came home from acting class one day and he's like, my acting teacher says I'm gay. <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, well, what? And he always was like, he, he, like me and him, we would always like joke and like kiss and stuff like that. So he was very comfortable. <laughs> He's very comfortable with himself. But I was like, what do you think? And he was like, I have to think about it. I was like, well. Did I was he like, come out good. or is he still straight? No, he still, he just likes women. He just like has like a lot of dimensions to you him. But I was like, don't let them. confident and he comfortable is. with himself. But you know, he's super also, comfortable in his skin. He is. It's like an actor thing too. You know, you got to be, you got to be well-rounded to be able to tap in, I think. Yeah, you got to access all parts of yourself and not be afraid. Right. And he's not afraid. Stuff. Yeah, we used to kiss once in a while. It was funny. Yeah, it's nice. Not even dude. for class, just for friends. Just for yeah. 
Yeah. Always with people around. I think that was like our safety net. It would have been too intimate one-on-one. <laughs> yeah, but for sure. In the car, he's We're like, we're doing off. it for the bit, dude. It's the yeah. bit. And everyone's like, what's so the funny. bit? I'm yeah. like, well, if I explain it, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> it just works. It just works. <laughs> I remember, dude, I went to theater school and I remember you'd have to like, God, theater school is so intense because they make you picture like the worst thing that's ever happened to you, you know, like to go into a scene. Mm-hmm. And our voice teacher would have us do these things where we'd have to talk from our diaphragm. And it was like... I'm like, well, who is this for? Like, I'm not gonna, you know, like... Yeah, you're not gonna use that. I'm not gonna use that on if I get booked on fucking It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You know what I no, mean? No, like, they're just gonna not... watch you to be wacky and wild and yeah. Yeah. put some uh, energy into it. Yeah, they don't want to hear your fucking diaphragm. I no. feel like acting teachers are, are always like, yeah, and when I was on set, because I've been on set, and uh, uh, I mentioned I was on set, because I was, and uh, when I was on set, don't, don't be afraid to just take up all the time. Tell the director to go fuck himself, then say that you need a day. I'm like, honey, I don't think anyone's gonna be doing that. <laughs> and I, I think there's a reason why you were on set one time because no one likes that. Wait, so for your, because, okay, was this like your first acting role? Because you guys I did an episode doing... of Hawaii Five-0. Nice. And I was Hell very, yeah. I was very stiff on it. <laughs> and like when I, when I was on set, everybody else was acting so big. Like they're yeah. all like, I think we have coordinates on where the target is. I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's going to look so stupid on camera. And then when I saw the show, I was like, that looks really good. And everything I'm doing looks fl- like, I was just like, what up? Like, I, <laughs> I wasn't acting. And then, and my, 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 my dad kind of was like, dude, bro, step up. <laughs> and, like, and then, so on this one, I made a very conscious Can attempt to like clip of be wackier. I, I, I really tried to whack it up a little Fuck. more. And it was fun. It was, and it was a, the, the tone of the show is like bigger and kind of, uh, like it's a, it's kind of like a chaotic energy, so I think it, it worked better in that. And yeah. I like the show, and everybody was really really nice. Yeah, the show's really great. Fun. Oh, thank you, good. I'm glad I'm glad you like. Hell it. yeah, dude! I'm glad you whacked it up. I whacked it up. <laughs> so glad you whacked. It, it was up. tough, dude. I was in the the trailer, and I was like. I had a trailer, which was awesome. And then I was like, I got to whack it up. And I was like, looking in the mirror, I was like, whack it up, dude. Whack it up. Let's fucking whack so it up. So I just up. drank like five coffees, and I was like, you know, saying my lines wacky with the stuff. With okay so you didn't, with, ha- with you didn't have an thing. acting coach this is all just pure you we did we okay Ch- okay chad loves to rehearse he's he, he's great that way he's big on preparation so i'll always follow his lead because i'm always like no nah, i'll just figure it out when it happens but he's like no we have to practice and then so i practice too because he says it's good for us okay and i love guess. that he's, he's you guys great were just way. doing like your fucking like chad and jt go deep right a little bit yeah i think we were like and that's what to me there's like a lot of dimensions in it but yes that's yeah. exactly what we we're but doing. that's like what you started with and then all of these other things oh yeah like right like how not you on got the show everything. She's, she's talking about like in, in general yeah, sorry, like your career. yeah 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 no, no, no. yeah no actually you're like well Gabby, really no, there's so many guys that, no, but you started with that show and then it like blossomed into all of these other things yeah yeah that's right they they i think john lowe the guy who created the show he saw us doing our our prank stuff, and then was like, oh, these guys would be funny in the show. Because you guys just, what, met doing fucking stand-up, and you're like, we should start this thing. Yeah, how did that come to be? We have, like, a folktale backstory where we met as babies at Hogue Hospital, and it was an instant <laughs> connection. And then we did a four-hose beer bong in high school, and I wasn't even supposed to be on one of the tubes, but this guy Landon had to step out because he was on antibiotics. And then <laughs> and then we reconnected in L.A. doing stand-up, and we were, like, the two broiest guys, so... Yeah. We're, it's just a natural. Birds of a uh, feather. Yeah. yeah, he is. He is. I mean, my girlfriend's like my romantic soulmate, but he is my. Uh, he's like my platonic soulmate. Yeah, he really is. like we. You guys have been together other. for a minute. Dude. Yeah, we've been on each other's hip for like six or seven years since now. we started stand up. Because I remember meeting you guys at the same time. He's the best. I can't say yeah, a bad word 
a, like like he'll do little things that annoy me, and I do a lot more stuff that's annoying. But in terms <laughs> of like his nice balance, his character is impeccable. Like I can't say a bad that. thing about his character. No, he's such an honorable, good, hardworking dude. He's the best. That's oh, making me emotional, dude. Yeah, I'm Dang. about to cry. <laughs> You want to kiss him right now. And you know what? That's how it is being a human. Sometimes yeah. we get on each other's nerves and that's what it is, dude. Dude, totally. Because yeah. we're just always together. So we have yeah. different ways of doing that's things. Like us. We're yeah. always together. We live together. But then if me and him spend like three days apart, I start calling him and I'm like, what's up, dude? And we don't even talk. You, we just sit on the phone together and I get that. I get the comfort. <laughs> I get the, he comforts that's me. That's cute. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. really cute. I love He's that. He's a good dude. I love that for you guys. Thank you. I remember, yeah, because yeah, I remember fucking when he lived in West Hollywood and like driving him back like after open mics and stuff. It's so crazy, dude. The shit that like where the we lifestyle started. we were in. It was yeah. crazy. It's crazy, like where we started and then like where things are now. And only really in seven years. It's a lot. Yeah. Like a lot has changed. We've been through a lot of life. We've been through a lot of life, dude. I do miss the the lifestyle of the open mics, like just doing three in a night and having friends sign you up and Remember yeah. hating that? yourself chaotic. for bombing. It's, it was and really And you're always bombing in front of the same fucking 15 people. You're always mm-hmm. seeing like the lyric Hyperion. When did you stop doing mics? Uh, like only like a year ago, okay. I kept doing them for a. L- I I just liked going to them. I liked the hang. Mm-hmm. I liked it was a fun hang. And I don't even know if I was working on bits as much as I was like, I just want to get some shit off my chest. This seems like a good place to do it. You know what? The last one I did was right after the show came out. I was so I hadn't had a panic attack in a while, but I could feel one like <laughs> brewing up because yeah. I had such high expectations for how the show would land mm-hmm. that I went to. Uh, Hollywood comedy and I did the open mic there. Not Hollywood, oh, yes. not Hollywood comedy. Yeah, <laughs> and I think I was stoned and I was really hungover and I, I did my <laughs> set and I was like on the verge of a panic attack the entire set and then afterwards I just left. I didn't even watch everybody else's set. Oh it was a really rude thing to do. Oh, uh, whatever, dude. <laughs> and I went to my brother's and we just chucked the football and I calmed down. And I love that. You old chuck in the football. Sorry, I'm sure dude, it nice. works, bro. The back and forth. What, have you done a, when's the last time you did a mic? Um... Jesus. I think the last time I did one was honestly summer of 2022. Really? Because, yeah. Yeah. It's about was, the same for me then. Yeah. 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 We all kind of stopped. I think about it. So I'm like, should I go do them? But like, I don't know. They're intense. They're intense. You, you hear a lot of fucked up shit Here's the thing. I, you really do. And I go to AA. Open mics are worse, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're getting a lot of the same kind of trauma from, yeah, bro- absolutely. from both. Absolutely. More palatable though, surprisingly in AA. But um, is, I, yeah. I feel like a lot more obviously, mental illness in mics. Oh yes, but I feel like uh, I, f- I feel like mics obviously like are good to like go get a bit downer for like writing, and obviously in the beginning it's important. But then at a certain point, I think it can start making you second guess certain things. Like, oh, the, did this joke not have legs? Like, yeah. oh fuck! And then you go to an audience, a real audience, where they're actually listening and engaged, and you're like, oh, it did. So you can kind of like pick up. I don't know. There's pros and cons because you know real people. Yeah, real people laugh at different things than right. Yeah. And like the comedians. comics will laugh at like, and then you start like developing bad habits. Yeah, like, because then comics like all know who you are, so then they just like laugh at you mm-hmm. when you like just out of say familiarity. Something. Exactly, mm-hmm. and then you go on in front of an actual audience, and they don't laugh at the stuff comics laugh at, and you're like, oh yeah, because we, we don't know each other. Yeah, we have no. Yeah. I don't. I didn't know that's part of your backstory. Yeah, and then it's a right, lot of yeah. like, it's a. Uh, I found that the jokes at open mics were. The best are always the darkest ones and the most yes. like so true personally debilitating. Like, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Like, they're like, get help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, God, sorry. that's so fucking true. Yeah. You know, I uh speaking of the AA thing, I'm in SA. Hell yeah. And dude. uh I was at like one of those places where they run multiple meetings out of them. Yeah, which one? 
Uh, it was on the west side. I forget oh, okay. the name of it. It was like upstairs. Okay. But I accidentally walked into an AA meeting and it was so much more fun yeah, than fun. an SA meeting. And yeah. I, I've never been to an AA meeting. It kind of bummed me out. I was yeah. like, oh, there's a lot more energy in here. Yeah, there is. It you, seems like you guys have a better time. It's a good time. Because, you know, I do SLAA. I haven't done it in a long time. Like, since I've, like, committed to AA, I've stayed out of those rooms. Because I was like, let me just focus on staying Yeah, sober. one at a time, for sure. One at a time. But definitely... A is way more fun. I hear. I, I heard could, that I can't AA go is to like the meetings. most. Fun. I'm in Al-Anon, and yeah, it's just like a bunch of crying. It's, I've been in Al-Anon before. Yeah, yeah. yeah that one. Sad vibes. That might be the most bummerific. <laughs> it honestly is. That might it's be the saddest. Because they didn't get any depressing. of the fun. No, no. People fun. in AA and SA, there's always some people who are like, "I used to do all this crazy shit," and you're like, "Yeah, I'm glad you're better," but that does sound like fun. And Al-Anon, you were just on you're the like, receiving end of the fun. And I was watching him do all this stuff. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it funny? It's like you become an adult. Everybody's just in 12-step. We all just figure out where the fuck. In L.A. Really gotta work. Yeah, in, in L.A. In L.A. for, in sure. LA for I, sure. I was in Houston and I went to an mm-hmm. SA meeting out there and it was lean. Like there wasn't a lot of people. <laughs> really? Stories weren't as good. Yeah. yeah. Are you still, you're still like actively going? No, no, no. I haven't been to an SLA meeting in like three months. I do like going to it, but sometimes I find it triggering for me too i get that yeah you know what yeah, it was i, I was that. kind of a bitch about it like <laughs> i had one bad meeting where i felt like no one was paying attention to me <laughs> i was like oh, you know what i've done for a while and there was like one guy i'd been like buddies with and like he was butting it up to another guy and i was like oh, dude, dude this shit's like drumming too much up for me i was like yeah. i'm just gonna take a little but i'll go back if, if i get You're a little like, i'm not gonna be cheated on in front of my fucking face yeah, yeah. exactly if i get a little square my, my behavior has been good so if I, if I get a little squirrely i always go back i get that. and it, what's nice the rooms are always there you know you can always they'll always be there you can always yeah. go back i i stopped sla just like mostly like i said because i wanted to dive more into aa but it was like it was too depressing and i couldn't go to mixed meetings because they're just too much it's tough because oh, you, start... you guys are wild guys are in there talking Wait, about you meeting? just jerk oh, off oh, like with men and women yeah. yeah i thought you were talking about like an oh, AA you've been to a meeting with like... me no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, and then... yeah because guys just talk about you know they're just i can't stop jerking off and then women are like i, I can't Stop fucking love, men that like don't loving love people. Me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. a different thing. I, you know, I would hear people kind of flirt in there in an indirect way too. Oh, yeah. oh of like, course. Of course. Yeah, yeah. it's tough because it's like you're in front of the thing that, that is the addiction. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then a like a guy would be like, I did it again. I gave her the keys to the Lambo. I let her use my boat. <laughs> I took her to Belize. I'm like, what? And then a girl would be like, this like super pretty lady would be like, I did it again. I just totally gave my body over to him. I let him do whatever he wanted to me. And the two of them would like look at each other. I'd be like, like, what's going on in here? And then she's all tan. You're like, how was Belize? Okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. She's like, I did it again. I went to Belize. I let him do whatever he wanted to me. You guys know Wait, each other? Like, yeah. This is happening in real time. Wait, okay. what a coincidence. <laughs> I was like, you guys have a lot to talk but about. But at least they're showing up. And they're showing they up. They are. They are showing up. I do respect that. And I respect that too. It you takes got, some effort. Yeah, and it does, dude. Yeah, on the days where you don't want to, that's tough. It is. It is. I raised my hand today. I didn't want to raise my hand. Sharing was fucking hard, dude. Did you have a good share? Did you get some laughs? No, I didn't get any laughs. Bummer, wow. dude. I know. But I tried to keep this one not laughy. You know what? Uh, didn't want to perform. Didn't want to perform, but you know Matt Legrand? Yeah, of course. So he's not not breaking his anonymity, whatever. He's openly in the program, but he did a, he shared today. And he talked about how he would get so blackout drunk that he started wearing adult diapers when he knew that he was going to get blackout because he'd piss in his pants. Dude, that's a beast move Dude. right there. And nobody laughed. And then he texted me during the meeting being like, wow, no one laughed. <laughs> <laughs> he was so bummed. After the meeting, he's like, fuck that. I felt like I was sharing to a brick fucking wall. Nobody laughed. Well, because with the 
did they not laugh because they felt like if they laughed at it, they would make him think that behavior is cute when they want him to think it's actually or maybe kind they, of a harbinger Maybe, of, of maybe they actually lifestyle. thought he was being vulnerable. Yeah. Right. And it can be difficult because you do look for laughs and then you're like, no, you can laugh at this. Yeah. But yeah, he should have been crying when he said it. And I think that would have made people laugh. Like, I swear to God. <laughs> Yeah. It got so bad Maybe. I was wearing diapers. <laughs> I'm a grown man in diapers. I'd be like, Ugh. Then, then we're yeah. fucking laughing. So you yeah. take that to the Al-Anon rooms and we would all just be like, oh my God. A lot of sensitivity in there. It's very nice. Yeah. yeah. The empathy yeah. Is, is really flowing in there. It's deep, bro. It's deep. There have been times where I've gotten laughs in shares and then I'll write it down because I'm like, I've got to laugh. But then I, it's like, is this only going to get laughs between alcoholics or will this resonate with, you know, yeah. a regular audience? I might ask you guys to pull this, but... Yeah, yeah. The, the crazy thing about SA too is it's such a wide range of ailments within like the sexual umbrella. So like the you get people who just watch too much porn, and I would put that on like the lighter side. Although I know it's heavy for them. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. sometimes you get like proper sex offenders who have done like some yep. darker things. And one day I had a killer share. I was just ripping for all three minutes, just <laughs> wall to wall bangers, and uh, got tons of laughs. And then afterwards, this guy came up to me and he's like. Hey, I really needed that, man. You really made me feel better today, and I needed that. And then uh, he was like a molester. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh my god! And I, like, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, happy, happy for you. Good, happy for you." I'm oh, like, "That's that's god. good. I think." Good. So glad yeah. I could make you laugh. Yeah, dude. I'm like, I'm glad I helped. I'm you glad feel I made the molester. Better. You don't have feel a brighter day. Yeah, I'm like, you don't feel too good, right? Like you want to <laughs> celebrate or anything? You're not gonna go like. Yeah, you know. you're not gonna take all this excited energy out into the world and put it in a place where it doesn't belong, right? And Keep it to yourself. I was like, I, I just tackled him, put him in handcuffs. I was, like, I was like, I was like, he's getting squirrely over here. Get him down. Get you him can't down. let those molesters have too enough. much fun. No, yeah. God, you can't. No. You gotta keep them. You have to rob them of their joy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then God, the sick part of me, as you're telling me that, I'm like, that's a great joke or maybe like a great scene. So you gotta write that. You gotta pocket yeah, that. Yeah, I might have to do it on stage. Yeah. Thank you, dude. That's, yeah, you got laughs here. I'm going to bring it up tonight. Like, oh, <laughs> hell yes. <laughs> this is the feedback I needed. Let's yeah, go. we got you. Okay, let's fucking, we got let's stories. Let's like get into our, pro it's Horrible yeah. Bosses So today. people wrote us stories about yeah. Horrible Bosses. It's a bosses. great topic. It's JT, good. does anything off the top of your head pop in? Like, did you ever have like a, did you ever work for someone that was atrocious? Or did you even have like a horrible coworker? Yeah, all of the above. I had a <laughs> bosses who were buttheads. But now, even in retrospect, I'm like, None of them were super bad. And then I did have people who like abused their power. So many. Because I saw the topic. So I started like thinking on it. And, uh, but the people who were abusing their, I was like an intern and they were like a production assistant. It wasn't like the CEO of this like massive company was just like abusing me and there was nowhere to turn. It was like people with like, fractionally more power than me yeah. were like kind of lording it over me, but I'm still friends with all those people. Yeah. And I don't think they were even doing it in a malicious way. I think they just had, like shit just rolls downhill. Someone was dumping on them and then they would dump on me. Right. So nothing to, and honestly, like the place where I worked, everyone partied together. It was kind of like college for me. So every, people were going to make mistakes that way and do stupid things. Right, right, right. So it, none of it was too crazy. I'm trying to think. No. Did you ever work in um, like customer service? Uh, no. You're never in the food industry? No, I worked as a bartender for like a week and that was it. <laughs> and honestly, that's enough. At a place in Virginia called Beer Run. Wait, are you? Aren't you from? You're from here, though. I'm from you? Orange County. Why are I lived you in on Virginia? the East Coast for a couple of years. Okay. Mm -hmm. mm. What were you and doing out there? I was uh, going to junior college, studying junior college. film. Okay. Got into stand up. 
You started stand-up out there? Like, barely. I was doing the comic strip in this other place, Eastville Comedy Club. Just their open mics, Word, like, okay. once a week. I'd get fucking hammered beforehand. <laughs> I might yeah. have stolen the occasional joke from a famous comedian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a real piece of shit. And then, uh, uh, and then I did have a job out there. I worked at a. Uh, my dad got me a job, a real shishi job. I was working at a, a <laughs> modeling agency slash uh, reality TV company. Fun. And uh, I had two intern like coworkers, okay. and I ended up punching the guy, and I tried to make out with the girl. So, <laughs> Wait, at the same time? Different nights. But I remember my my parents were actually not ashamed of me. My dad was like, yeah, you should have punched that guy. Yeah, nice. It's kind of fun. You try to make out with their bad influence. And then, but I remember my dad's friend was like, you sound like a total liability. And that, 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 that resonated. I was like, okay, I need to be better at my next job. Yeah. So yeah, no, oh, okay. no bad bosses. I think I was probably the problem. You there. were the, you were the one bringing the problems. Okay. He Bring did deserve it. The guy was very rude to me. What kind of, what kind of reality shows did they shoot in Virginia? No, this was in New York. This was in New oh, York. So I, just, I was okay. spending the summer in Virginia and just working at my cousin's place. It doesn't even count. Yeah, okay. Um, doesn't count. Okay. And then, well, uh, okay. But yeah. Check it from the record. But no, no real bad bosses. I've been pretty lucky. Okay. I was yeah. an assistant. I was a bad assistant. I'd send him to like the wrong Starbucks for a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like a butthead, but I was also an idiot. So yeah. So, you know. I was just ill suited for the job. Okay, I feel like so people in entertainment are really bad at regular person jobs. Like yeah. when you want to do, when you're like, you know, a fucking comedian or actor, or whatever, I feel like regular jobs, we're not very good at them. The last day job that I had, I was a waitress. And when I got hired, they're like, they asked that question, like, what's your greatest strength and your biggest weakness? And I was like, my greatest strength is consistency. You're going to get the same amount of work every single shift, no matter how good or bad I feel. I'm not going to be the best worker. I'm not going to be the worst. I'm going to give you average, honest, <clears throat> but Sounds consistent. Real. And he, he was like, okay, well, what's your, you know, what's your greatest or your, your weakness? And I was like, my weakness is I don't want to do this job. I hate this. This is not my dream. And that's the energy I will bring. I was like, I will boost morale with my charisma but I will also lower your spirit with how stressed out I'm going to fucking make you. And he was like, I don't think anyone's ever been that honest. You're hired. And I was like, are you serious? Because I kept on going on all these interviews for all the juice bar restaurant and I kept not getting hired. And then they hired me. And then it... Yeah, because you sound out of a movie in that monologue. (laughs) Yeah, really. That's like like act one of like the female Jerry Maguire. That's like Carrie Maguire. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Like the quirky well, I, I, lead. I, I, yeah, you're like, this person's trying. real. They're chasing something yeah. authentic. Like, okay, yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I channeled. And then it drove me to the point of almost insanity. And then the I almost went hit. nuts at some jobs because I was bad at jobs because I just don't have a good logistical mind. And yeah, I had, me I, I like progressed a little bit in production where I was like doing locations and you have to be like on top of stuff. No. And I had to build maps on the computer. Oh, no. whoa. Uh, kind of cool though. My my no. ex, who you guys know, she helped me build them, and uh, really sweet of her. And uh, really sweet of her. And then uh, I just started doing Adderall to be better at the job, and then I was just losing my mind. And then you're just addicted. I, I just I was gonna have a psychotic break. Yeah, so Jesus. I had to kinda, it does that. Yeah, but I was good when I was on the Adderall. Fuck like yeah. I was. You were making that. maps. Huh? I was making yeah. maps, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. You I was were like, like a map. I was in Minority Report. I was like twisting, <laughs> yeah, them, yeah. stretching them, throwing them dude. over here. I, I I had unlocked some real matrix power. Yeah, I, I fucking <laughs> believe that. I was I was sharp, but yeah, yeah not it, it was not sustainable. Not, the only reason I ever kept any jobs was because they liked my personality. Yeah, but they would you know all of my bosses consistently would be like, "You are a terrible employee. You're the worst employee. The only reason you keep this these jobs is because like you You're make fun. us laugh." Yeah, 
That's a big part of it. Yeah, is you, are you easy to be around? Yeah. Because exactly. most jobs aren't that hard. Yeah, they're not. If they're like spiritually lower, yeah. Difficult. They're hard on the yeah. soul. Yeah, they are. Because you start to think you are that job. You're like, does everyone think yes. of me as this thing when I want to be this other bigger barista. thing? The way <laughs> yeah. also that people speak, I mean, especially being like an assistant or like an intern, like on sets, I'm sure you get mm-hmm. the same similar as treatment. To, you're like, you know, bottom of the ladder and then being in the service industry people like talk to you like actual garbage and it is hard to the longer you spend in that given field it's hard not to like internalize that you're like looking in the mirror you're like am i a piece of fucking shit Mm -hmm. is this gonna be rebelling you're like this isn't me when you're trapped in those jobs dude like when i was working at the restaurant for like years you're just like is this it forever yeah i just yeah and then people like i I wanted to move up the ranks and I i was moving slower than like the people i had started with and I started to be like, well, the people above me are smart. They must see that I'm not capable of doing something more. And then I started to be like, well, yeah, maybe this is your ceiling. Maybe you're hitting your ceiling. (sighs) And then especially when you want to be a performer, yeah, it can be dispiriting. God, yeah. I remember like, and like people that I would know would come into the restaurant, you know, like comedians who like were actually, you know, Mm -hmm. big comedians. And I'd be like, oh, God, I'm so embarrassed. But that's better though. Because I was doing that too. Like I'd bring lunch to all the creatives who are all these people I really admired. And, I, you know, for a day I was like, oh, maybe they'll want to hear my bits. And then I realized pretty quickly, I'm like, just make sure their lunch is perfect. Like that's yeah. how you'll yeah. gain some favor. But then there would be other people who would be like, I'm going to do my bits for them. And I was like, yeah, good luck with that. Oh, and yeah, then yeah. they would always get popular really fast because they were outgoing. And then everybody would tire of them and be like, don't let that person near yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's cute for like a week. They're like, yeah. oh my God, Frank is busting my balls. Yeah. Like, fucking Frank won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Just bring us our fucking lunch. Well, yeah, keep exactly. it moving. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Yeah, fuck Frank. Fuck Frank. All right. You okay, wanna... Shall we get into some cuties? Yeah. Who um who's that. starting? You wanna start or me? I uh, yeah. I'll start. Get into it. Hi, lovely honks and sweetly. And I'm just gonna add in and JT. Um, nice. I've been a fan of tea time since day one, and I live in Iran. Anyways, I'm Whoa. A dr- <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're Good about to start. be cultured today, guys. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited to learn. Anyways, Fuck. I'm a journalist in the most horrible country ever to be a journalist in. Fuck. LOL. As you might know, there's no such thing as freedom of press here, but there are lots of good and loyal journalists here to speak the truth. I'm Have already fucking gagged. I know. This is wild. About the horrible boss. Our chief editor is considered uh, our boss. This fucking man is a total narcissist. As most cis narcissist men, he is a sexual predator. Okay. There are tweets about him with hashtag me too, but he is still working and everyone is acting like they they don't know about it. I also found out six months after I started working there, he is also, uh, he is so full of himself that he thinks the world is made for him. Uh, there was one day that the news came out about a tiger that was seen in one of the cities. And instead of catching the tiger safely, they decided to shoot the poor thing no. dead. Everyone was sad about this tiger. And this fucking guy had the audacity to say things like he had to get killed. Then I started arguing with him and he <laughs> shouted, are you a vegetarian? I said, no, I'm not. And he said, so you should not care about the life of this tiger. No. You you can't eat meat and care about cats. This planet was created for us. Million. (laughs) No, he didn't. No, but he did, girl. Fuck this guy. For us. Millions of years ago. Not for tigers and cats. I was in total shock. (laughs) No. It's giving Lee. Okay. No, no. I was in t- <laughs> I 
I know. I know he hates. No, he we hates cannot have cats. more cats if you tried. Actually, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, I was in total shock for this fact that I didn't know where it came from, and I was like, "Who said this planet was made for us?" And not that Quran. And he was like, "Yeah, oh. it's your problem that you don't believe in Quran." This man is so full of himself that he thinks the whole world was made for him to live in. Mm. And I have read Quran, although I don't believe in it. Nowhere in this book said such a thing. I hate this man and I can't wait to get out of this job. Sorry if this was long and not funny. It was funny. Also, I'm sorry if I had grammatical mistakes and my storytelling was not good. English is not my first language, obviously. I love this podcast and you guys so much. You literally Honey, speak English better than we do. Yeah, so. you literally do. Oh, and you're written. literally a smart fucking angel. So don't even worry about that. But, yeah, fuck your boss. Yeah, fuck, Okay, not tiger and cats. Not the not the Quran. Yeah, I can't. It's giving my grandpa. Because no, you were going to say QAnon. <laughs> not QAnon. It's giving my angry grandpa, who you also said things is. like that. Yeah, and had forty-seven Dobermans. Ugh. Okay. Forty-seven. He had so many Dobermans. He was Egyptian. He was Egyptian. Did he raise and sell them, or they were just he all? Just had a lot of them. Wow. And parrots too. He would steal parrots from Africa. How big was his crib? Big in Tarzana. Okay, yeah. You need some space for that many Dobermans. Yeah, yeah. It was big. Whoa. Lots of parrots. Lots of Dobermans. So what um. What happened to him? To my grandpa? Well, no, no. We know, we know he's dead, but... What, <laughs> all, what, what, the all the Dobermans. All the Dobermans. They dopes. just died. They all just died. They all just okay, died. they withered. Circle of life. Yeah, circle yeah. of life. My grandpa, he also died. Yeah, no, he's dead. That was the one nobody cried at his funeral. That's okay. Yeah. And you're okay, mean, you're mean. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to cry at that guy's funeral, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, no one is. Fuck. I um, hope a tiger fucking goes to his funeral. Okay. All right. Okay, I'll get into this one, and then we've got a good one for you. All right, so this is my story. About a year ago, I moved back uh, to my home state from Alaska, to my home state from Alaska, leaving my boyfriend of five years very distraught. I was struggling to find a job for about a month. I then reached out to my old coworker slash friend who became the executive chef at this historic hotel oh, we God. worked at together in the past. He hired me, and I thought my life was just starting to look up. Boy, was I wrong. Okay. My, my now new boss texted me every day saying how beautiful I looked and how he has always been in love with me. Me, being already heartbroken and in no place to say no to anything, let it get too far. Classic. Yeah. Classic woman. This is what we do. Not classic woman. It got so far <laughs> as to nudes being sent and him constantly buying me stuff and sending me money. Okay. Not bad, though. Honestly, not bad. If I've you're going to do it. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he would be... That sounds... Hitting her in the head with a hammer? Like no, she's getting good. a little more out of a it little than bit more I was out of anticipating. It. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, okay. It's not so bad. Excuse you, Lily. just farted. Um, okay. It's badass, dude. <laughs> he would constantly buy booze for us, and we would get drunk at work all the time, making me more susceptible and easygoing. I tried over and over again to end it for an entire year, but he was very persistent and kept telling me he was going to leave his wife for me. I know. Oh, yeah. He is married. Oh. And to put the cherry on top of all of it, his wife is the head of HR at our work. Now things are messy, getting... Messy, messy. Head of HR? That's fucking yeah. sticky, wow. dude. Wow. Whoa. That's a sticky no, that's sitch. a fucking secret. That is a fucking secret. Damn. Anyway... I finally had the strength to tell him, this is enough. I am done. And he left me alone. About two months go by, and I got promoted to be third in command of the kitchen. We hire my best friend to be a line cook and work with us. It was all going great until one day yep. I borrowed my boss's work phone to make a phone to make phone calls about hiring more people. As I am doing so, a chat head from Facebook Messenger pops up on his phone. Nah, she was looking for that. And the name read Baby Girl. 
with the picture of my best friend. Whoa. Damn. Can you, can, okay. No, yeah, yeah what? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would be hurt if I was her. 100%. But if I zoomed out, am I allowed to be bad, mad at my best friend for... Did you tell the best... Here's where right. you Do, be- Does the best friend know? Here, morally, you're both fucked up. But here's the thing. But that's yeah. kind of... It's kind of like a bonding thing for the best friends, I guess. But here's the mm. thing. For... If you didn't tell your best friend that you were hooking up with him, you can't... You can be frustrated, but you can't be mad at her. You can't be mad at all. Now, if you tell her, oh my God, I had this thing with the guy. Like, oh, I cut it off. Right. It's kind of hard, that's but true. I had to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you see the name on the phone. We're going to be having some words. Also, the fact that he's married and the fact, like, it's, it, that okay, that it's so easy for this girl to see this. Like, how is the wife not finding that, this? I know. You know what I mean? Here's the thing. But this guy's not being careful at all. Not at I all. I feel like the wife, I feel like you see what you want to see. And Baby girl. I wish I had, I can't. I, I, I'm i like hyper vigilant. I see everything. I would yeah. be, if I was her, I'd be losing it. Lose, like there yeah. would be fights in the kitchen all the time. I oh. see things sometimes that aren't even there. That's how, how, yeah, how exactly. deeply I'm fucking I'm, looking. I'm, Someone I'm, goes, hey, I go, the fuck was that attitude? Yeah, so, exactly. I'm yeah, like that. So I'm fucking, I'm tuned in. I'm tuned the in. The yeah. boldness though of saving her is baby girl. What? Really inconspicuous. He didn't want to save her as like And then he's letting hut. someone yeah, use yeah. his phone? Utility like, warehouse. I mean, I, he probably wants to get caught. He's he's subconsciously he's right? operating Honestly. from full id and he's just like he just wants to make a scene. He just wants to create waves. He wants the drama. Yeah. He's he wants the, he, yeah, he needs the dark energy. He does. Wow. He's, he's addicted to chaos. Yeah. Astute of, uh, observations from both of y'all. Yeah, this guy's uh, not a good boss. For yeah, sure. not a good boss. Terrible cheater. Terrible boss. It sounds like he could use some great essay. clown. Yeah, great clown. All right. <laughs> I then confront them both. Oh. Okay. Okay, Betty. And it. in doing so, find out he has been telling her he is in love with her and sexting her too. Later on that week, I found out we are not the only girls that have worked there that he has done this to. Oh, you think? <laughs> oh, whoa. What a, that's a huge shocker at this whoa. point. <laughs> yeah, no way. No okay. one. It's giving Sherlock on the case. It is. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Everyone's just devastated. No one has said anything because of the wife being the head of HR. But how weird would it be if the wife was actually in on this? Like it all ends up being some kind of like she's like, like an Epstein, like it just laying Maxwell. Yeah, my uh, best friend ended up quitting because of the damage it caused between us. I am still working there. Okay, well I don't know why the fuck you're still working there, <laughs> and we'll be forced to deal with the fact that he is the worst boss ever until I find a new job. Girl, get on unemployment. And get the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah, it's tough to tell someone to leave a job because I know it, they're tough to come by. But like, what are you doing going back in there? That's like a real nasty situation. And you're just perpetuating that energy into yourself. Yeah. Right. No. And yeah. And then. No. (laughs) Do you tell the wife? Do do you tell the wife? Right. Is that bad? Is is I don't know girl code. Like, do you tell the wife? If you. Okay. And I don't want to moralize, but do, but do right. you tell the wife? Here's well, the th- I think it's too far gone. I think it's too messy to tell the wife it is now. Not yeah, really your do you even just, want to get involved in that? Yeah. yeah if right. the boss is hitting on you and making you feel creepy and you're like, whoa, like let's, you know, what's going on? And then you want to tell tell the, I mean, you're probably going to get fired. I think the way that you would do it though, if you were going to tell is like write an anonymous thing from like, yes. you know, a fake Yeah, email. be clean of like, it. Hey. But, but yeah, I guess you just take care of your side of the street. You're like, you know what? I'm quitting. I'm done with this. Right. I'm and washing I'm going to sleeping with the married man. Let me just like cut it off. Right. Yeah. It is unfortunately because you also don't know what's going on between these two. Oh no! Well, you know something, nothing good, but uh, but right. uh, <laughs> you also do know. Unfortunately, legally speaking, it is very funny that two of the best friends. <laughs> 
got down with the horrible boss. That yeah. that just on like a very surface level is very hilarious. I do want to know if baby girl and the best friend knew that there was a relationship. Like if did yeah. did the girl did tell the best her best friend, friend? No. she definitely knew. I think. But you tell so? your yeah. besties. You tell your best shit. friend. Yeah. You go. Oh my god. Like true. Maybe she didn't know all the details, but she at least knew that there was something going on. Some there. kind of fuck it. Yeah. She's like he flirts with me. She might have just left it there. Yeah. But I think she had some inkling. Damn. People like, are think about messy, like, huh? like People yeah. are messy, dude. Yeah. And it's yeah. so fun to read. So I don't hang out with no. as many people anymore. I know. Like, no, you have to. You yeah. have to keep the circles. It's about quality, not quantity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's too much to think about. It yeah. just would stress me out. It is. It's just, we don't have enough time. You don't. Yeah. It's Also, as you get more successful and you get busier and whatnot, and then you have like, you know, serious relationships, I feel like all the clutter of life just kind of starts to gradually fall by the wayside. Yeah. yeah. It's true. It's a bummer because it was fun just like being a pinball bouncing off people and yeah. experiences. But yeah, it's a, it's a I, moment. I, it's very I just, early 20s. I, 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 my brain goes on. I'm too neurotic. I'll think about everything too much. So I'm like, no, yeah. I need to like limit my experiences a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's this true. is the excitement for me doing the pods. And this yeah. Is, dude. Yeah. And then you get into your 30s and this is what you do. Yeah. This, this is, is exciting. It. This is my night out on the town. Dude. <laughs> this is fun. Us too, dude. Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> yeah, here you go, dude. All right. Hell yeah. Hey, honky tonks and bonky bonks. <laughs> Lee too, I suppose. So I don't know if it's a curse, but every single coffee shop I've worked at in LA is owned by a by tyrannical sociopaths. I've worked at six in my lifetime, five too many for most to have normal brain chemistry afterward. <laughs> One of my old bosses, we'll call him Roger, was a middle-aged bald man with blinding white veneers. We used to call him Mr. Clean because he would make us scrub that place so clean we could eat off the floor. And because, well, he looked like Mr. Clean. <laughs> He had a family and the loveliest wife who would come visit us and bring baked goods for the employees. That's nice. She was angelic and way too good for him considering he was fucking our manager every morning in the bathrooms of the coffee shop we had scrubbed down the night before. No, no. It was like this open secret. Everybody knew about it but never talked about it while we were there. People were always walking in on them and everyone continued no. to believe they just had no idea any of this was happening. Our manager, I should mention, was also pregnant and still had a boyfriend of her own during all of this. We would all what? quietly speculate who the actual father of the baby was and say if it came out with veneers we would know it's roger that's funny <laughs> he wasn't necessarily a bad boss on paper aside from the lack of professionalism and bathroom fucking but he was still an asshole and held grudges against people yeah one day i told him that i needed to get a second job because i was going to be moving soon and needed the money so my schedule might change i mean he knew how much i was making so how could he argue that i made sure to emphasize that this would be a secondary job and that this one would still be my primary and he said he understood at the end of the week, I was leaving my shift and I said something like, see you Monday. And he said, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I was like, um, I always work Mondays. I'll see you then. Then he told me, but you said you got a new job. So I took you off the schedule. You're not working next week. I then re-explained everything I'd already told him a second time, but he kind of made it seem like it was already done and out of his control. I texted him a few more, a few times more attempting to clarify the situation and he ghosted me. Maybe he found out I was taking home a kombucha green juice and at least three pastries every day, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good nice though. You gotta it's make a good a grab score. Bag. Come on, when you're not getting paid that much, you gotta take what you yeah, can you gotta, get. You gotta eat there. Yeah. yeah. Whatever though, and fuck him, because the new job I got as a bartender rocked and it was the easiest, most fun job I've ever had. Still sad I stopped working there after the pandemic. Oh, and I never found out if the baby was his or if his wife ever found out. I love the pod. Gabby does need to take gas X before recording though. Because she farts all the I time and she lot. will try and fart on me. Yeah. I'm not gassy today. I know. Thank I Christ. had oat milk. 
Not yeah. Yeah. That's really respectful. You yeah. Go, girl. Harper should talk to HR about the hostile work environment Gabby is creating. Sisk is risking her life working in hazardous conditions like that. Stay strong, Harper. Lee, stop jerking off to that. <laughs> We've had some problems. Whoa. But Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, dude. I get it, man. I get it, brother. Whoa. <laughs> no, no judgment This girl here. is fucking pregnant? No judgment here. That's well, gnarly, dude. No, yeah, you're that's trying to intense. Gas but we'll talk about that later. But, yeah, yeah, but, we'll fight over that. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. But yeah, I can move on. But uh, the, yeah, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Not, not the fucking boss. Fucking, how pregnant, though, too? I love that JT Reynolds. <laughs> <No>. What? <laughs> I love that you read all that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I was really honored. <laughs> It felt good. <laughs> and it sounded good. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> dude, you're a good laugher, bro. You're a good yeah, laugher. He stays laughing, dude. That's nice. He gets all yeah. red and jolly. You too. laugh from deep. That's nice. <laughs> Sorry. That's nice. No, yeah, it is you nice. You are a good laugh. That's a great observation. Yeah, That's also laugh. why I love having a guest on because you get to like kind of like see things through their eyes. Yeah, first time. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Okay, huh. I have kind of a cutie. All Here right. we go. Okay. Wait. Okay. Hi, honks. <laughs> I used to work for a massive cunt. She's a talent manager and a full-time whack job. She treated me very poorly for about 11 months and then fired me. In hindsight, a few things she did were very funny. Once she threatened to drop all 30 of her clients because she couldn't open a Dropbox link. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Ooh. Another time I said, how was your weekend? And she scowled and said, why? No, I like that. Uh, her cunting, <laughs> that's boundaries. Uh, her cuntiness was the norm, but one of her clients who was also her best friend was the biggest pussy ass bitch I ever met. A situation, with, a situation with him was ultimately the reason I got fired and the situation happened on my birthday. I basically had an eight-hour notice to find this guy a suit for a premiere, despite him having a closet full of suits, per his assistant. It was impossible for both me and his uh, assistant to get him a new suit and stylist on such a short notice, especially because he had been ask or we had been asking him for weeks if he wanted a stylist, and he gave us no answer. And he was on a plane uh, six of those eight hours after telling us he wanted a suit. So when the fuck would he even have had time for a fitting? He threw a little fucking bitch fit and screamed at me and my boss. Again, it was my birthday. I would tell you more, but he's a D-list celeb, and I'm not trying to get sued despite everything I have to say about him Damn. being truthful. Please don't share his name. Uh, Did, I you put the name? Did you put the name? Can I, can I say it and then we bleep it out? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Heard I don't this. think he's D list. I yeah no he's, oh, he's not D list. I wouldn't he's say like D. Beyonce. Yeah, in comedy ranks, he's B plus. B plus. No way. Comedy. That guy's but, a bitch. But he tried to fuck. He was like, Who? my friend was like trying to lose close. her virginity to him for a while. Really? Yeah. Do I know this friend? Was trying no, to lose her virginity. Yeah, to she him. was a virgin, and like she was like obsessed with him, and they kept hanging out. And I think he has some uh, picadillos about that? cleanliness. You want yeah. to know what's interesting? Maybe not to anyone else but me, but I'm just going to say it. My brother used to be extremely, like, very neurotic, very gnarly about, like, germs and whatnot. And it, honestly, that's my parents, like, thought he was autistic. But recently in his adult life, now he, like, completely lost it. Yeah, which is insane because you go to his house and it looks like a fucking homeless person lives in there. Well, not ever since he got that's the girlfriend. Progress. Ever since he got the girlfriend, <laughs> yeah. he his place is cute now. Dude, they'll really? do that. My yeah. girlfriend has totally made me into a regular human being. Steph were, used you, to just, were you a shit? Like, did I, you shit everywhere? I was just a spoiled kid. I just throw things wherever I wanted. Things would break. I'd be like, I just won't go in there anymore. Like yeah. now. How are you? Okay. You guys live together now. Mm -hmm. Was your place before like, did you have trash everywhere? Yes. You're like a dirty dude. And, and I would just, I just knew how to hide things. Yeah. Like tons of hair in the sink. But yeah. I would like, if someone was coming over, I'd clean it all up. Now, like she's very sweet about it. Like I'll just like take off my socks and like 
my like gym shorts or whatever, throw them into a, like a room, and she'd be like, "Why'd you throw them in there?" She'll just ask me. She'd be like, "Why?" And then I'll go, "I don't know." I don't know why I did that. And then I'll just go pick them up and put them where they're supposed to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of easy. It's easy to train us. Yeah, because my boyfriend's the same. He's so dirty. He's like a fucking, he's like an ex-pro skater who like lives as if he's still like a fucking 19-year-old. I think, I know, I have some guy friends who are very like clean and on top of it and know how to like design a place and make it feel like a home. But I think the vast majority of us are just idiots and we're just waiting for someone to tell us how to do it. Yeah. And it's nice because at first when you're learning, you feel like you're lo- you're losing your spirit. You're yeah. like, no, this I'm like a, I'm like a wild man, and like I'm out, <laughs> I'm out in like the the you know the wilderness, and it, but it's not that at all. But in our heads, <laughs> yeah, that's no, what it is. Yeah, and so yeah, and so I was kind of like dramatic where I was like, stop trying to tell me how to like act and live. And then yeah. after a couple of weeks, you're like, I'm just an idiot, and I should probably. <laughs> like, Actually, I don't like being around molded food. And yeah. yeah, it's kind of nice. And I don't eat all these It's kind of nice. It's kind of nice when stuff is nice. Yeah, yeah. We are mid story, right? Well, we, de- we definitely were, but here's yeah. the thing. It kind of. Oh, she, oh, shit. She goes, oh, yeah, no. It's okay. <laughs> shit. Yeah. What are we talking about? Shit. We need Lee. That's why we need Lee dude, to just kind of drive the ship out. Yeah. But here's the thing, you guys. Um, she finish? just goes on to say like a bunch of cute stuff about us afterwards, and we love it and we appreciate you. Um, but the last thing about the story that she did say was oh. fuck him. I, uh, I hope he eats. <laughs> Side note, he's also allergic to. <laughs> so another little. All these oh. guys are allergic to stuff. Yeah. They all yeah. are. Look yeah, when that. I was bringing lunch to people, they all had allergies. Weak. Do you think the more powerful you are, the more allergies you the have? The more allergies you get. Maybe that seems to be it. Well, it's here's true. the thing. It's Maybe true. that's why you get so like fierce mm-hmm. and volatile because you don't want people to know your weaknesses. And you've Whoa. suppressed all of them for so long because you didn't feel safe like telling people about them. Like you didn't think people would act accordingly, but now you have power. And everyone has to act accordingly. Well, and you, sh- you shouldn't be a cunt if you have all these allergies because JT, like, you know, you're a great guy, but like, what, what if someone just rubbed you the wrong way one day and they're allergic to mushrooms? I'll like, poison you. Yeah, I'll literally. Do it. Wow. I'll literally. do it. Yeah. To feel better, I'll do it. Poison Anything for all a moment of Dude, he didn't even blink. Fuck. No, no, he no, didn't. No, he no. Really, and you didn't I didn't even have I wish to he think. did blink, but that's okay. But... <laughs> Yeah, Michael Caine says if you blink, that suggests weakness. I blink a lot. I <laughs> yeah, blink a lot true. when I act. He says Hugh Grant blinks a lot. He says if you want to look strong on camera, don't blink. You know Andrew Huberman? Of course. Yeah, dude, he doesn't blink. He talks about he that never too. blinks. Never blinks. And Dry I trust eyes. him. I trust him for sure. Yeah, he's got that big solid noggin on him too. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Big yeah. handsome head. You listen to his voice and you're like, this man. Yeah, he knows things. Yeah, hot scientists are just killing hot it right scientists. now. Wow, he's making rounds on all the podcasts. Dude. Yeah, yeah, he's coming on ours next week. Yeah, really? Yeah, I, I fucking wish, dude. <laughs> yeah. Me too. <laughs> that would be my dream. We got to get Andrew in you here. Speak it out would you guys go at him? Like, would you try to bring down the the no, Huberman dude. Empire? No, no. He's too smart. I'd be annihilated. I would ask him a bunch of like fun questions that have nothing to do with his um, like you know, his big expertise brain. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just ask him. You know, play Mary Fuck Kill. Play Mary Fuck Kill with his family members. That would then, blow his mind. And then I would say, would you rather have pickles for fingers or would you rather have um, teeth that have hair on them? Oh, JT. Pickles for fingers. Pipples, pip, pip, yeah. Well, I don't know what word that was, but we. Do they grow back though? <laughs> what? Do they grow? You messed up. Dude. <laughs> no, you're, you're not eating Shut them. Up, They're your actual dude. fingers. You bonered that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you can eat them? Well, no. it's going to hurt because it's your finger. Oh. But they are pickles. So they're just yeah, always like GT. wet pickles? Yeah, they're just wet pickles. And they're, and they're thick like a pickle too. I feel like you could, I feel like you could get used to hairy teeth. 
They just be so ugly, though. Yeah, and I hate the feeling of having hair in my See, mouth. I hate yeah. sticky fingers. Like pubic hair, too? But I think it would actually be nice to the touch. Like, I think if you touch someone with pickles, I'm talking like a imagine that feel nice. You can put them yeah. on your face. I cannot yeah. do sticky fingers. No, imagine you're on your back sticky. and you had pickles a hard day. You had a hard day here, and you lay down. I'm your partner, and I just go lay down, and then I just drag my 10 pickles across your face. I think that would cool you down. I agree. I think it'd be nice. It's like Lee? a cucumber almost. Yes, they're not sticky, Lee. Physical they're touch. They're not sticky. They're wet. They're, they're kind of cool. nice. They're yeah, a little they're, viscous. They, kind of nice. they got yeah. a little a little they're thing not, to they're them. They're not bread and butter. They're dill. Yeah, they're dill. 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 They're With dill. A kiss of vinegar yeah. and black peppercorn. I guess, I guess I'm sold. Yeah. And it's simple as that. And I say, Lee, baby, here, yeah. put, one, put one <laughs> in your baby. mouth. But don't your, bite it. You don't have to. You don't have to. It's up to you. It's up to you. Yeah. It's my version of it. But I'm... Down the oh, we got him chuckling again. You got, got him. Me in the middle, dude. You got him. You got him a loose little brother. Lee, baby. <laughs> he like, Lee likey. You like that. Lee likey. New nickname for Lee. Lee likey. He like, <laughs> Lee likey. He like the pickle fingers. Lee likey pickly. Uh. <laughs> Uncle, if you need one for um, JT, I have one. Do you have? I have one. I have one too. But you go ahead. Yeah. Can I read the title, please? All right, forward, Dunkin' Donuts Dick Boss. Ugh. I was 17, okay? Worked at Dunkin', or as we call it in Boston, Donkeys. I was there for maybe two months to fill in as a summer job because the grocery store I worked at was on strike and I needed that good dough. My boss, Tony Wu, was savage. Like, it was under strict dictatorship, not even just a regular tough boss. The guy would walk in the middle of the morning coffee rush and start pouring bleach all over the floors to clean people were slipping and sliding all over the place. No. Atrocious. He would also come up from behind and clap his hands in your ears and say, go, go, go. You know how to keep up the morale, obviously. There was a lady I worked with that was there 12 years, single mom, never got a raise, and Tony no. gave her chemical burns from the bleach. No. She still works there. Not he was Mr. Wu was a savage. That's a sad movie. I, however, could not take the chaos. He told me I wasn't sweeping correctly. I probably wasn't. I don't care. I put the skim milk where the whole whole milk was supposed to go into dispenser. Classic. One day I was checking my schedule I wasn't on. I called Tony. I couldn't understand his heavy Chinese accent. (laughs) I didn't want to keep saying, huh? So all I got out of the phone call was blah, blah, something, something terminated. I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> and that's really that. <laughs> blah, 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 something terminated. Okay, bye. That girl's a savage. She wrote that one in. Yeah. She was. She used yeah. a full name and everything, yeah. too. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Uh, so I, I'm from Boston, and there's like a dunks on every corner. A, dun- and, a donkeys? And... And you you know they're franchises, so there's no like, there's no standards, you know. And you'd see some where you'd walk in and they're mopping and they're straight up just splashing mop water into into all the stuff on the bottom. No, whatever like bagels, it's usually like bagels on the bottom row is just getting covered in mop water. Oh god! By whatever teenagers working that day. No. Yeah. No, it's, it's so fucking it. gross. So if you if you go into Dunkin' Donuts and you do not order bagels from the bottom, okay, good okay. to know. Thank that's you. Okay, that's gross. a pro tip. Hey, gassy honk, sassy honk, and tediously. <laughs> After years of part-time retail jobs, I finally found a position at a corporate real estate company doing cold calls and setting meetings. It all sucked, but it turned out that my boss was the worst part of this job. 
I worked for the most morally corrupt scumbag. Aside from cheating his employees out of bonuses, which equated to six figures collectively, he was the slimiest, most sexist, misogynistic douche in existence. What's up with all these fucking bosses being like this? Um, love the show and look forward to the weekly Patreon episodes. I like that they put that right in the middle. He would come in on Mondays and talk about screwing college girls over the weekend and all the vile things they let him do to them. We all knew he was full of crap. He was constantly making sleazy comments about the female employees and hitting on them. When we moved to a new office, he offered $1,000 to the first person to break in the conference table room. Okay, honestly, I would do that. Mm -hmm. 1000 bucks. <laughs> okay. I'll take it, dude. You have to fuck him or just like anybody? Sounds Probably. like it could be anybody. Oh, okay. Yeah, fuck. Count me in, dude. All right. He's going to get mad, though. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he means, he, he when he says that he wants it to be him. Yeah, yeah. he does. But he should have yeah. been, this is why he's a bad boss, because he wasn't being clear with the instructions. And I would still yeah. do it. If it was him, I'd say, well, I'll take a thousand bucks. But you know he probably wouldn't give it to you, huh? No. Well, this no, because he's clearly, talk. he's, he, you know what? Don't fuck people that are um, not givers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Stingy in all ways, no. Yeah, and okay. I don't like when it feels like it's like, like, I don't like being intimate in a context where it feels like someone's like pulling strings right. on it. Yeah, it yeah. feels gross. Transactional. To me. Yeah. yeah, or like where it's really not even about like connection. It's about one person feeling like they're like orchestrating yeah. something. Yeah, power, no. Yeah, it's all about their power. That always like freaks me out. I'm yeah. like, don't bring that weird heebie jeebie energy into something else. Not even sex for a thousand is an bucks. energy exchange. Even if it's casual, it's still an energy exchange. So just try and keep it light and fun and keep your fucking weird shit in the conference room or wherever the fuck else. Yeah, because these people play around with it. I, you know, I'm a sex guy, but I actually think it's like... Uh, there's a movie Kinsey about the sex doctor Kinsey and they all were Whoa. they were all banging each other and like trying to be like free love about it and be like, hey, like we're all, I guess I'm kind of like a Puritan a little bit where they're all like, yeah, we're chill about sex. But then one guy's wife starts liking one of the other guys too much and they get into a fight and the guy yells at Kinsey and he's like, you want it to be all like fun and, and easy and detached. He's like, he's like, if you're not careful, sex will cut you wide open. Wait, and I want to see this movie. It's, it's good. Kinsey? It's called Kinsey. It's What's good. What's it on? It's just a biography. I'm sure you can get it on like Amazon. Kinsey? Yeah. And nice. and he's like, it, I, I was like 13 when I saw that and I was like a total virgin, but I was like, it really resonated with me where I was like, yeah, this is like big energy you're playing with. Big like, yeah. It is big energy. I remember being younger and thinking like, I have autonomy. Like I can do whatever I want. I am fuck whoever I want. And then I did for a long time and it, not, you know, never was good. No, when I, when I was single and like trying to date a lot, I felt very spiritually empty. And then when I was, yeah. when I had, I had big problems with webcam porn and I would do hey, like, says Lee. I yeah. would do weird stuff on there and I was very honest about it. I, and I thought if I was honest about it and didn't have shame, there'd be no psychic cost. It drove me to like the darkest darkness. Yeah. Like I was putting negative energy into my body and no judgment on it. I was just doing it yeah. too much and I was doing it in a way to like, pulverize my spirit and it did i i, Whoa, I totally. like really fucked myself up dude i mean that's not even how it is i don't really watch porn anymore but on the occasion when i do i feel that afterwards i'm like i don't like what is i don't like it's, this. i equate that type of stuff to like eating fast food like once in a while yeah. okay but like yeah, when, you're do fun. when that's becoming like all you're sustaining off of that's yeah. good. that is going to actually poison you spiritually same. yeah it's not spiritually nourishing does. no it's it not nourishing. it's not nourishing no but you have the same shit huh you need to stop yeah, uh, for a, yeah, for a few reasons. Porn, porn in general is pretty toxic. I yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. it'll you spin ever, your dome a little bit. You ever, uh, you ever run into oh. the hypno stuff? No, what's that? No. This is fucked. No, talk to no. us about this. It's pretty wild. 
So not the smile. I've thought about this a lot actually <laughs> since you talked about it. Yeah. So I've never talked about it on the show actually. I thought you did. No, I didn't. Did you just talk about it off camera? I talked about it off camera. It's wild. So, so why not with a guest? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it, I, they actually removed it. It was so toxic. They removed it from Pornhub for a long time. And I actually was after I talked about it from you guys with you guys. It, it found its way back on. Because okay, uh, you went looking for it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, you didn't. No, I was curious. I was curious. I was curious. No. I didn't watch any of it. But uh, there's it's this hypno porn, and it's like it literally. Um, they they put like um, subneural. Uh, they do like they do like the 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 uh, the subneural like beats, and they do like uh, they do like audio. Like they 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 bury audio and they do like multiple dimensional um, video and they basically like put you into a hypnotic state while you're watching porn and it can basically it can like they hit it, it can you can hypnotize yourself while you're basically jerking well off. that's too powerful it's pretty powerful now it, that's like it, he, had magic. Watch, he had to watch he had to um do like so i reverse I, engineering I, porn i had yeah and so it it can like it can hypnotize you into like certain ways of thinking and thinking sexually and i had to reverse i don't want to go too far into that you can you had to inception your way out of it. You had, had to go like three dream layers down and like solve the like the, the puzzle in each one. Literally. And you, yes, exactly. Because yeah. it's like there's like this like sissy hypno porn. And then, yeah. And then there's like and then you had to like alpha brain your way out of it. Yeah. 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 You, had to, got, you needed the opposite for the cure. It got really weird. Yeah. Yeah. And well. then and then on top of it being like like abusing, you know, cocaine and like being like I was doing a ton of Adderall. That's yeah, what yeah, spiked yeah. me into it. They, <laughs> yeah. they, they're like Whoa. peanut butter and jelly together. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. You're an explorer though, man. You went all the way. <laughs> an yeah. explorer. Yeah. You, you went through galaxies in your head and then it's kinda like made really the return did. voyage, dude. You're on yeah. some you're, interstellar you're like dimension shit. Hopping. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I did too. I did too. I get it. Wow. Uh, I've thought about yeah. that a lot since you told us that. Yeah, I see, it's, I, it's I pushed wild. it out of my brain. He told us that, it's and I said, so I don't ever want to think about that again. <laughs> and I pushed it out, and you telling us this information was as if I was hearing it for the first time. I'm surprised you never thought about it, but the, the cam girl <laughs> stuff, the cam girl stuff you can get you never thought about really it. engaged with uh, because there is somebody on the other end. Yeah. And so there is like this relationship that you can build with the performer. And so it's it is no it can feel type. like and at its most intense it can feel like they're operating your own brain from inside of it it's like a being john Wild. malkovich thing where you're like oh this person but but it's not real because they're just doing it to your prescriptions but it feels like someone's in your head like operating your body for you <sighs> they're just taking your request mm -hmm. right and, and you're you're being like i need this right now you know it's like i need Whoa. you know it's like i need i need i need and they're yeah. like just I giving you what like you want. what's this coming is the out most of this energy hat. i've ever let's seen let's put this rabbit back in its hole because <laughs> if i ever see well, you imagine feeling that a couple times a day and then crashing or like going back out into the world and being like <laughs> oh. This is all very disappointing compared to that. No, after yeah. meeting Lee and some other people, whenever I walk into the, the grocery store now and I'm just like, you know, shopping around, I just I just kind of <laughs> like survey it? the scene. And Who I specifically the men. And I just look around and I go, what are you fuckers up to when yeah. you leave here? What's yeah. going what are you doing on, on that just, computer? Yeah. I was thinking about that while we were going through some of these questions because they're all such gnarly workplaces. Mm -hmm. it, yeah. it can kind of darken my perspective on 
Like all, like every time I go into a store now, I'm going to be like, is that manager taking advantage every of that? Every restaurant? Yeah. Oh, every yeah. restaurant. Like they're all- Who's getting fucked in the bathroom in the morning? Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of yeah. want to believe in a more wholesome reality where right? people are like decent and kind of operating uh, based off their better angels. So true. But even if that's not true, I'm still going to do it just because that's a more peaceful existence for you, me. Because really it's the existence <laughs> that you build, you know? Yeah. We create our own realities. Yeah, we, and we do. And I hope so, yeah. If you're not the coworker getting banged out in the morning, it's like, well, then it doesn't- you know, it doesn't pertain no. to you. No, I don't have to carry that. You don't have to carry It's not your burden. Well said. Yeah. You do yeah. not have to carry that. But unfortunately, we're not done with this one. Let's go. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So you offered the $1,000 to break in the conference room table. Two weekends prior to me being downsized for lack of money, had an expensive... They spell expensive wrong. Had an expensive party at his big Manhattan Beach apartment. Nice. Maybe expensive? Yeah, Nice. Manhattan Beach. Uh, he bragged about converting it from two two-bedroom units. Okay. The day before downsizing, we got a fax from a mechanic that said that they had a lien. Lien? L-I-E-N? What's that? A lien. Lien? Made a lien on his wine cellar. Yeah, like he had taken out too much money on it for some kind of loan. Got oh, okay. it. Okay. I also found out that the decision to downsize me fell on an employee that I was outperforming and that employee had opted to keep his friend an employee that missed three days a week every week. Okay. Years later, while driving to my chemotherapy. Okay, whoa. Mm -hmm. now, now we're in chemo. The story thickens. Years later, while driving to my chemotherapy, my trashy ex-boss calls me out of the blue and asks me to testify on his behalf in a sexual harassment case <laughs> from one of his assistants. <laughs> I told him he was a sleazy... Not you on your way to chemotherapy. Yeah, I told sorry, him busy, he was bro. a sleazy piece of trash, that I witnessed the harassment, and that he still owed me $1,000 and hung up. He still owed you $1,000? So did you break in that fucking table? Whoa! Whoa. Whoa. Here's the thing, though. It, just for like the fun drama, yeah. she could have been like, yeah, okay, I'll testify for you. Yeah. And then get on the stand and be like, that well, actually... Fun. But that that's because I have fun. a I have a, a addiction to drama, but or just for uh, cinematic moments. I think that that's Absolutely. in line you know with your I interview. I like that rebrand. I mm -hmm. like cinematic moments. Yeah, yeah, you're you're doing that main character stuff, and you're like, this is in a movie. This is how it ends. Yeah, in that courtroom, me laying this dude shit out, and dude, the guy fucking deserves it. Yeah. Dude, and he fucking did deserve it. But I do like the poetic uh, route that she took by just she's on the way to chemo. Yeah, I never I never want to be in that situation where I got to call gals from my past and be like, hey, we do a little character testimony for me? Oh, God. I know I fucked up those three or four times, but overall, I was solid. <laughs> but the solid. fifth time, it was just a misunderstanding. <laughs> yeah, right on. We made our piece. That was okay, right? Jesus. So we've got, I've got one, actually. JT, do you want to read it? Yeah, dude. I love reading them. Yeah, this is a... <laughs> I think we'll go out with this one. All right. Okay, cool. I, this is a good shorty. Here you go. Hell yeah. <laughs> Ass-warmed cookie. We had an asshole boss at a deli I worked at. He would take a cookie at 6 a.m., wrap it in cellophane, and then put it in his back pocket to work all day. At about 2 p.m., he would take it out and the chocolate chips would be all melty. And he would sit down and cherish everybody. <laughs> like with his eyes closed and everything. <laughs> Dude, that's really funny. That's really funny. What a weird guy. What a weird guy, dude. Oh, God. That's, 
dude, but I, I do kind of like, I like that this guy like found like a, a, a nice mundane way to find his bliss. You know what I mean? He's, he's yes. not hurting anybody. Yeah. Kind of wholesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Kinda, it it's, it's super gross. But like <laughs> yeah. he, he tried things out. Like one day he just accidentally had a cookie in there and he was like, this is perfect. Yeah. And then it just became habit. Just it's became his little ritual. Yeah. yeah, it's he, his own little thing that he think nobody knows. This is why yeah. being perceived is so horrifying. Yeah. We yeah. should all be so lucky to find our thing like that. Yeah. That's nice. We called it the ass warmed cooking. All the deli workers loved it and were secretly disgusted by it at the same time. We had ovens and toasters, but we loved the ass. <laughs> I get it, dude. You don't want to use machines. Machines, that's so inhuman. Yeah. yeah. You got your own ass. You dude. want your humanity back. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> he would wrap it every morning. He'd say, I've got a little treat for later. Yeah. He yeah. Little- He'd have a hard moment at work and he would just pat that cookie and know it was <laughs> heating up. He would just rub it. This man's his going safe little totem. Yeah. He's like, ah. Um, he said, I'm coming for you. Later. I got my cookie at 2 p.m. You guys can't fuck with my fuck. shit. Yelled at by a customer. Yeah. He's just rubbing that cookie and he can just detach into that. It's his like and emotional support cookie. It's exactly. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> he fired me for being 14 minutes late, 5.44 a.m. instead of 5.30 a.m. Fuck off. <laughs> Love you, sassy and gassy. I came for the Gabby and stayed for the Harper. Luckily, is a, is a fortunate guy to have caught you two in his pod web. Anyway, great job on the podcast. Oh, that's really that cute. That was fucking hilarious. That's really fucking cute. Not the, and the closing <laughs> and the closing his eyes to like savor every bite. Mm, yeah. <laughs> he said mm, he didn't need anything else that in that guy's moment. A character. <laughs> he didn't. He just needed that cookie. He just needed that ass warmed cookie. I got to say of all the bosses he sounds <laughs> I, I like that that's what we just ended on. That kind of like just set me, that kind of like spiritually just kind of like set me right. Yeah. Fuck, that's funny. Yeah, he was, I think that guy's solid. I like that. I, I want to end on a solid boss. Yeah. I will take bliss. a weird, wholesome boss over an asshole any day. For sure. That guy, I don't think that guy has any sadism in him or yeah. anything like that. No, he just had his little thing. He had his cookie. I'm, and I'm sorry his, that you got fired, his... but you know. He wanted his little, he, and you know, it's like his butt like melted the chocolate chips perfectly. Like he had it down. Yeah, and I'm, and the, I, I'm <clears throat> to play devil's advocate to the person who wrote it in. I, I don't think that was the first time they were late. I don't think you get fired first time being late 15 minutes. You're really think, on the side of the cookie guy. I, 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 the I really love the cookie guy. He's <laughs> a good, solid dude. He knew everybody in that place was laughing at him about his ass cookie. <laughs> and he couldn't give a fuck, dude. Yeah. He couldn't he give courage. a fuck. He'd been through enough life yeah. to know you only have so many peaceful moments and he's not going to let anybody corrupt it. Especially not <laughs> this guy who's late every day <laughs> and judging the fuck out of him for his innocent. So true. His innocent escape. Yeah. <laughs> now, Sorry, writer guy. It's kind of too little too late. Yeah. But when she was coming in or whenever they were coming in late and, and they're about to get fired, right? How I think it would be kind of like a kismet or kind of like a nice moment if like they pulled out an ass cookie too. Mm -hmm. And we're like, well, what do you want this? And I think that could have maybe like kind of put a bandaid over. Yeah, but it was his own. He likes his own. He does like it. But I think I don't know. I personally think it's worth a try. I think it's good to meet people where they're at to try and level with them. I picture him on a date. You know, he's had trouble (laughs) finding love. 
They go to sit down on a park bench. Mm. The galley's with sits down. And she's like, oh, no. And he's like, what's wrong? She's like, I crumbled my cookie. Yeah. And mm. she also has an ass cookie. God, see? And he goes, it's not an oh, no. It's an oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he takes out his. Yeah. And, they and then they the, share it. And they, they eat, eat each the other's cookies. Uh, yeah, they smash their cookies you know together. together. It's just like one of those Pixar little short films that they play right before the big yes. show. And now this is yeah. when no. Like the person who makes bows or yes. whatever. Yeah, this is totally yes. in that vein. Yeah. Remember the one before Toy Story that was yeah. a little lamps? That was cute. Yeah, that's what this is. That, this cute is what this motherfucking is. shit, dude. Yeah, it's cute motherfucking shit. And real quick, this is just to ask. Dude, just keep them coming. This. I'm loving them. This is, okay, somebody just sent us the real problem with flip-flops. <gasps> wow. You ready? Okay. Yeah. All right. The real problem with flip-flops in public is not the aesthetic. Yes, they're ugly and they show people's ugly feet and the toe-thong part is revolting, sure. That's not the insidious thing about flip-flops, though. Flip-flops in public are an entitlement signaling. If you're wearing flip-flops, you're signaling to everyone else in the world that you aren't going to be doing any real work. (laughs) You're going to be ushered easily from one paved or carpeted safe area to another. <laughs> You're not going to pick anything heavy up for anyone. Yo, Gabby, this is super targeted. This is like <laughs> me and my entire, <laughs> this is me and my ilk. You know what I mean? Wow. I mean, they're coming after us hard. They got their guns drawn. Wow. You're Keep not going. going. Keep going. And I do. Keep going. You're, you're not going to run or even break into a, into a jog crossing a street. You're not going to save an old person from falling, and you're not going to do anything that isn't extremely relaxed and cared for. <laughs> when I see a dude in the city wearing flip-flops, I know who I'm dealing with. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Like, and I not love all, yeah. that that just randomly they was just emailed. sent that in. That was personal. <laughs> Dude, they didn't I'm even know big, you were coming. I'm a big in. rainbow sandals guy. Wow, fuck. That's I don't, a commitment. I don't disagree with what they're <laughs> saying. They're not meant for function and action. But I think it's to our earlier thing where it's like, what reality do you want to live in? Do you want to go out every day thinking there could be like a car accident that you have to go like pull a right. body out of? Or do you want to feel like someone's going to attack you every day? I think when you put on the sandals, you're betting on a peaceful day. And, wow. and I'll push my chips in on that. Not every day, but once in a while, I think it's important. Yeah, you're setting yourself up for today. It's going to be, really be relaxed uh, today. That's a really good Uno reverse you just pulled. That was a yeah. good perspective shift. Mm-hmm. Consider me shifted. Okay. Good, yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah, sandals, sandals get picked on a lot. And they do. I like, fucking hate them. Comedian, like we're not supposed to wear them on stage. You know who does wear them on stage? Who? Lachlan. Hilarious guy. Hilarious yeah. guy. Always in flip-flops. And a big, capable dude. Like big, he, capable he could dude. handle things if it went sideways. You know he could run fast. Yeah. He'd take also off in flip-flops. I just also I just feel like his, you know, he's like always at the beach and whatnot. So I feel like his feet have kind of developed a cow. That's also what yeah, I think too. Because yeah. when you're wearing flip-flops, you're also taking them off. That yeah. kind of just goes without saying. So your feet have developed it's like, like a certain an island callus. warrior type thing. I also think you have to develop an emotional callus if you're gonna wear flip-flops because they are so openly hated. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You're sticking out in a way where you know people are judging you for all the things this dude mentioned but you're not letting that bother you that's much like the cookie man that's his yeah, yeah. Dude, full circle you just got your flip-flops and your cookie your ass cookie <laughs> and your, your not, ass cookie it's yeah. not a bad way to live it's not a bad way to live god what a way to end i mean that was great 
Okay, what a, you guys. What well, a that's nice. Literally been tea time. Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> Thanks so much to our fucking and guests thank you so today, much for, dude. Yeah, JT, thank you so much for coming on. Anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, our podcast, Going Deep with Chad and JT. Hell yeah. Um, Watch Unstable on Netflix. And we had our own like show that came out a while ago called uh, Chad and JT Go Deep, if you want to watch that. It's a lot of fun. And it, guys, thank you so much for having me. I, I like the show a lot, and I was really excited to come on. It was really fun. Hell yeah, dude. You're the best. Join us on Patreon. See you guys there. Oh, yeah. We started prank calling again, y'all. So we'll see you on uh, Patreon. You guys prank called me a couple times. <laughs> Did we really? I know you did. did. We really? I knew it was you guys. Was it during it the pandemic? Wait, yeah. was it during the pandemic? Yeah. It definitely was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, it took me like five minutes to figure it out. You guys just kept telling me I was a Republican. <laughs> you were like, you act like you're a liberal, but we all know deep down you're a Republican. I was like, Harper? <laughs> And that's why you should And then you guys hung you up. Your right team. when I said y'all's name, you guys hung up. It was really funny. <laughs> so join us on Patreon for so, more of that. On, For we, our dazzling whip. Yeah. yeah. Join us on Patreon where you get an extra hour every week. LOL. It's so cute. And please subscribe where you listen. Follow us on Instagram. That's where we uh, release the prompts every week. Please unfollow us on Twitter. I don't know how to delete that account and I hate it. And if you like the show, <laughs> tell a friend. Send this show to your boss. Send this to someone who keeps their cookies in their ass. Send this to a friend that needs slash is already in 12 step. We love you. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye.
Don't do that, guy.